Welcome back to the Quiet Onset podcast. But this isn't just any standard podcast who I am joined by with you and Graf. Say hello, you and. Hello. Th- this is the Drunk Cast. That's right, the Drunk Cast. It's the monthly bonus show from the Quiet On Set podcast team. Now, today, as I've already spoken to, I am joined by Ewan. How you going, brother? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I'm not a big uh, horror guy, but um, right. I'm excited to get into this. I'm, I'm joined by someone, and there's still lights on in my room, so I'm not too, sh- you know, I'm not shitting myself yet. As always, I can't save you if oh, someone in a pit costume comes by, though. It's oh, all right. I've already locked the door, closed the windows. <laughs> um, nothing's coming in. I've got my bat down there. Um, for you, I'm it would pretty much be a safe. cricket. A man in a cricket costume, what would it do for you? That would be the most terrifying fucking thing I could possibly think of, um, especially as an Australian. A giant cricket? Nah, fuck that shit. Hey. I- I'd heard you guys are a bit <laughs> afraid of emus, too. So. Emus? Don't even fucking bring it up, man. It's a touchy subject. Actually, I don't even like that joke anymore. The the fact that we lost in a war it with so emus. Old. It's <laughs> so old. It's so overdone. I don't know. It's a funny. Th- it, it was. It is kind of funny. I mean, the, like the history behind it and the jokes behind it. But yeah. I digress. Let's move on. As always, this is the drunk cast. So we have our pre-show right now. You will hear a bit of commentary, and then we will get into our after show. The full commentary for today's show will be available on our second tier, the first AD. If you want to check that out, comes with some pretty cool other perks. But let's stop this. Let's get into this. Before we get into this movie, Ewan, you mentioned the other day that you've seen the Saw movies, right? I did, yeah. I've seen them cool, all. Cool, cool. Actually, twice. So, yeah. Twice. So, right. you're a fan, obviously. Um, no, 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 no. You're a fan. You've seen it okay. twice. Um, I, I get it, I guess. I haven't seen the Saw movies. Right. Um, I thought I'd seen Saw three um i hadn't I, I just thought i had so i've seen plenty of the traps in like top 10 videos on youtube i've seen plenty of uh-huh. scenes uh studying them uh in certain classes i i, I have obviously it's a very famous franchise um mm-hmm. for sure yeah what can you tell me about it give me give me some background information brother well uh i mean it's the the first movie the first star movie was directed by james wan it was kind of his breakout hit and never heard of him what else has he done uh he's done conjuring one and two uh Mm. insidious so he's Mm -hmm. really familiar in the horror genre Mm -hmm. he also did aquaman and seven most recently Mm. yep i completely Mm -hmm. lied i know who he was but i want you to tell me what movies he was yeah no 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 Uh, yeah good good obviously (laughs) thank you so um yeah and uh, I guess this first movie that we are watching today is uh, often regarded as the one that isn't fully the, the torture porn that this that this series what? later becomes. Uh, it's what are we watching this really for gory. then, dude? What, are we, really what are we watching this for then? <laughs> Not to get our fix of of torture porn, of course, but I mean it's still a really uh, grimy and brutal uh, film. We're actually watching the unrated version, so. Uh, I checked a bunch of the scenes are just a bit longer. Uh, there's not that much that is changed from the theatrical cut. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So Saw is, is a crazy series of mainly these um, uh, trap setups that people are supposed to escape if they value their life. But it's actually just a serial killer with a god complex. Uh, and this first one actually takes it more as a thriller, whereas later on it's full on. Uh, just horror and dead gore 
is 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 in the main focus and at the end of every movie you get the and that music goes fucking crazy in every movie and there's always a really dumb twist at the end that makes no logical sense but just because the music is so good you're like yeah, hell yeah i'll take this i'll take this this makes sense this makes sense it's a lot of copium that you snort up when you watch saw films but uh, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Good question then. Well, sorry, I should say follow-up question then. Yep. What, what are you drinking today, sir? Um. Well, as uh, we'll introduce the drinking game in a second. But uh, for my zipping, uh, for for my for my sipping uh, beverage, I'm taking a classic Somersby. That's what I'm rocking mm-hmm. with, the mm-hmm. Apple Original. And uh, then when I'm taking shots, it will be. The original spiced gold Captain Morgan. I haven't changed oh. my uh, my my preferred beverage since the last recording of Songbird. Uh, what about you, okay. Lachlan? Uh Well, very interesting enough. My shots will also be spiced rum, or at least like spiced this. gold original uh, Captain Morgan's rum. Uh, and my sipping drink of choice will be a mixture of said rum with said Coca Cola. Uh, no sugar though. Coca Cola, no sugar. Have to, you know. Come on, guys. Coke Zero. Drinking is already oh a God. terrible. Drinking is already a terrible habit. But it drinking is, yeah. Coke that's not Coke Zero. Come on, guys. Just something. So, Ewan, can I ask you what are the rules for today's drunk cast? Right. So uh, there's four opportunities where you'll be a drinking today and um you can obviously play along uh just watching the movie yourself or you can get the full-on commentary on our first ad tier on the patreon but uh you take a sip every time the doll appears the creepy little doll that you're probably already familiar with and it's on the infograph sheet for uh, the rules for the drunk cast as well as well as as soon as someone touches their change chains and oh. um I guess that happens a lot in this movie. <laughs> uh, you also take a shot every time someone fails to escape their trap and dies. Uh, or I guess just, uh, I don't know if they have to die. Let's just say they uh, when they fail to escape their trap. Um, and I guess they usually die. Never mind, I digress. And uh, you take a shot every time there's a flashback. And I don't know if I fought this through well enough because I think there's quite a few uh, flashbacks in this movie. Great. Um, sweet as man. Uh, thank you for continuing this habit of mine. Uh, even though yet I still have to pay for this alcohol that I end up just drinking away with you. If uh, we, if we on drinking, Sunday nights at seven thirty ish p.m. Don't even get me started. It's not even two in the afternoon here yet. That's like fine. If you, That's fine. If I put up the video feed real quick, uh, I probably won't be on the Patreon, but the sun is still shining outside. Mm. It's not gotten down. It's weird to well, drink this early. No sun but, here, uh, so it's beer o'clock somewhere, isn't it? Right, but I can call you my son, and you can call mm. me dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's just get into the movie, All and right. um, yeah, uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, after the movie. Welcome back to the after show of the Quiet On Set Drunk Cast. That's right. Um, we're here. It's, we it's done. Saw bitches. The movie has mm. finished. Uh, yeah. Ewan, 
that's your what third time watching this Thinking movie maybe fourth one because i, I did watch this one yeah yeah i've seen this a couple of times now yeah probably fourth time i've seen it yeah yeah first time actually watching saw from start to end unfortunately i had the end spoiler or end twist spoiled for myself that's quite disappointing because i feel like for anyone who right. saw this when it came out that twist is insane like it's a, like i can already right, see yeah. how crazy that already is um ewan tell me this movie what do you think like overall like overall what do you think of the saw movie <laughs> I think uh, the series gets a lot of shit for being so torture porn-esque for like a big part of it. And that's inarguably what it's turned into being. Uh, that's just what it is. But this first one is just a, a thriller overall over everything else. And then it's a horror film. It's a horror film second. Um, so the gory parts are just gory stuff that happens because it's so rough. Uh, but I think the like the thriller aspects are really strong. And I enjoyed this quite a bit. Uh, I even I think it's the this, the fourth time I've watched it. Maybe it is influenced because I, I am drunk at the moment. That uh, I I love this film actually. I really enjoyed it. Uh, what about you? What did you think about it? Um. Yeah. No. Look. Uh. First time watching it. I think structurally the film is great. It's got great pacing. It never really slows down. It always continues the story. Adds extra things. I've never been a fan of the flashback-esque type way of storytelling, but there are certain movies that do it really well. It's not overly complicated, but I think for this style and the format of this film, flashbacks are pretty much the only way you could get the information across to the audience, and especially for the budget and for when it was made and the restrictions that they had for the production, they absolutely nailed it. And that's what's great about, I think, horror as a genre for entry filmmakers. It, like Most filmmakers these days will be starting off in horror because it's easy to make. It's not too uh, financially strenuous or, it, you know, you don't need a high budget to make a horror film and you can do a lot of creative mm. things in that format. James Wan has done it. Um, there's a number of different film, excuse me, filmmakers out there who started with horror. And move their way up. So, I'm getting I'm getting burpy yeah. because of my, uh, the drinks coming back up. I had that before. I, I let it out during the commentary. Yeah, good job. So good sorry job. Sorry if you've listened to the commentary and heard me burp a bunch of times. Um, um, yeah. I mean, this movie made a great return. I mean, it had a budget of 1.2 million, and guess how much it made back, Lachlan? Uh, domestically or in total? In total, in total. Can I have a can I have a can I have like a hint? Uh it's it's between fifty and two hundred and fifty million. Jesus. All right. I'm gonna smack bang right in the middle, hundred and fifty yeah, million. Yeah, you're not too far off. hundred and four million total. Fuck. About uh fifty million domestic and then another fifty five internationally, I think. Some, yeah, somewhere that's along good. those lines. Yeah, that's really great. I mean it's one of the most successful horror films overall, uh, just by the return. Probably maybe uh one of the films that would I'll drink it would be paranormal activity. Yeah, right. Maybe. Of course, of course. Uh, I think that would make sense, especially because that came out many years later after the, I guess, a horror boom of this gory, very scary, realistic type horror films. Because um, obviously, yeah. think, you know, characters like uh, Freddy Krueger, who uh, <laughs> essentially formed in a dream world, they're not that scary anymore. You know, this 
saw character could definitely take place in real life. And I think that's what's most terrifying about it is that it's not a paranormal uh, entity. It's not a scary figure like a uh, like a demon or anything like that. It's a it's a it's a guy who has this god complex, as you said earlier on, who mm-hmm. then takes this idea and tests people's will for life. And I think, you know, for a film to try to connect with people, it's a really good way of doing it because most people can probably go, yeah, if I was in this situation, I'd do A or B. Right. And what is surprising is that there's probably a bunch of uh, subreddits that are dedicated to like, well, actually, I think Jigsaw (laughs) isn't that wrong. Yeah, no, I'm there's sure definitely there's a bunch of uh, jigsaw like, simps out there who would relate and probably, you know, sympathizers. That's what I should say. Sympathizers to. Uh, which is fucking scary to think about, right? There, there are these incels and idiots out there who believe that um, certain people deserve to be punished and tested in a sense. I'm sure that that's why, yeah, that's why you said like the real, the closeness to real life. It's really terrifying mm. to see that someone could pull this off, at least in the first one. It, it, go, it gets more ridiculous. It's still somewhat grounded, but it just makes no sense for Jigsaw to be the killer at all times because it's so convoluted. But in this first one, it, it does completely, uh, mostly I'd say makes sense. Um, and uh, I think that's another strong point of the overall story. You know, it, it just, it just works. Mm. And, um, even if the performances maybe sometimes be uh, are a bit over the top, uh, it, it's just sold. And uh, that being the first performance of Lee Winnell, who uh, I think I mentioned it previous uh, before. I don't know if I mentioned it in pre-show, but uh, he did the Invisible Man and Upgrade yep. uh, in yeah. the last yeah, three, yeah. Uh, three years, uh, right? 2018 and 2020. Um, so he's a great screenwriter. He also co-wrote the script for this film. He acted in it. And um, this was kind of James Wan's and Lee Winnell's entry point into uh, Hollywood. And as you said before, horror is a great entry point. If you make something original that's captivating, spawns even a series of like eight other movies. Uh, So uh, props to you. (laughs) I Mm. I made a great first one. The other ones kind of fall off on the deep end. Uh, They're not as great anymore. I think they, you can enjoy them if you just like the twists that come at the end. I usually just watched, uh, I enjoyed watching them and I knew that the music would come on and a bunch of crazy twists would come. Uh, and but none of, I mean, them the were, one, right? none of them were directed by James Wan. Like James Wan no. started this and then it would be other directors taking yep. the next step. So in saying that, the, the thing with sagas or film franchises like this, a good example I think would be would be Star Wars. You know, the first three original Star Wars films weren't made by George Lucas. They were developed and created by, but they were directed by other directors, you know? Right, yeah. Bring the prequels Mm -hmm. along, and they were all directed by George Lucas. And say what you want, but there's pros and cons to all of it. Overall, I think most people, in comparison to the latest trilogy of Star Wars movies, you know, the prequels are pretty good. And, right. you know, the first trilogy, because I think, unfortunately, with Star Wars, it's not the greatest analogy because most people take it by the, tril- the, the three movies that come out from the original trilogy, yeah. the prequels and sequels. When you make something and people love it, 
and you want to continue it on and you're not getting the original team behind them to do it, it can go off anywhere. And if you start just getting other people to do it, again, you're trying to make a series, an idea, and you're getting other people to do it. It's just never going to follow follow along. But if you get, I, I mean, it's probably it's a very, very different kind of analogy, but if you get an original idea, let's take Blade Runner, for example. Original idea, great concept, excellent execution. And then follow it up many years later with a sequel from a very, very great director, a great cast and a great idea and a team who definitely loves to follow this on. Saw, I think, was taking a different route where it was definitely, hey, this makes a lot of money. We made it on 1.5. It made 104 million. Let's definitely pump these out, get someone else to make it. But there are other franchises like another good Ridley Scott example, Alien, right? Alien was successful. Alien 2s was hella successful. Alien 3 and 4, Alien versus Predator, Alien versus Predator 2, and then you've also got Predator 1, which was successful, Predator 2, which was successful enough, Predators, the Predator, it's just going down and down and down because there's different ways of continuing a saga. There is a way that you can pump out money and there's a way that you can respect it. And I think, unfortunately for the Saw franchise, which I haven't seen, but I just know of it, it definitely goes down the money-making route. Yeah, that for sure. I mean, and you mentioned that uh, filmmakers often start in the horror genre. And I mean, it would make sense that uh, you would start there. And then if you have a surprise success, then you'll get your way into the inner circle of Hollywood, which mm. James Wan definitely did. And I mean, he made the smart call, I'd call it in retrospective. Uh, that uh, he didn't take a, a check, a salary up front, but he took a, a part of the earnings of the movie mm, overall. Mm. So that was really smart for him. And I think if you can get a bunch of uh, money behind you to then be able to produce the next film, so you're not that dependent on studios uh, to greenlight your stuff, it is great, especially if you have original ideas because original ideas, they fucking die in Hollywood. Yeah. They die all the time because if you have some safe thing, why would you not go for for the safe thing? I mean, it's just, if you don't think like a person, but like a company, why wouldn't you go for it? It just makes logical sense, right? Uh, but it, it, there, there's definitely something lost when you hand it off to someone who doesn't have the same uh, vision um, to, or maybe isn't as, as capable even, uh, um, to to uh, to continue the, the legacy that he, that he leaves behind. Um, yeah, I mean, it even happens with something like uh, it happens for someone like Coppola, who then does a third film for his Godfather trilogy, like 15, 20 years later. No, what it, was it? Yeah, no, like 20 years later. And he just it just fails to continue that saga. It's not even limited to someone continuing their own stuff. It's just uh, sometimes I think stuff is just better left untouched the way it was originally. Uh, but we don't really get that because film is such a commercialized uh, medium. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get let's get back to something I guess a little bit more fun. At least with people like uh, Francis, he can uh, he can re-edit his films at least thirty times, and then twenty right, years yeah. later, after the third one, bring out a new re-edit of The Godfather Three, and yet uh, to be released. Yet, to be Neither have I. No, it, um, it is out. It's, it's out. out? It's, oh it's fuck! Out. Well, yeah, I haven't. It's been yeah. out for a while. I actually haven't seen a lot of things about it, so I guess it kind of slipped under the radar for most people. As someone who, again, it's pretty hardcore to watch that. To be it honest. sucks that I've, I've, I, again, I haven't seen the Godfather trilogy, but I've never been someone who's been in the gangster flicks. Right. I'm probably going to sit down and watch one, two, and three, and then probably re, re uh, then watch what's it called? Uh, 
Coda, yeah, Godfather Coda, whatever it is, and see how it changes it. But I guess I could be possibly in that special boat of people who could watch one, two, Coda, and never see three. But hey, I mean, uh, I mean the crazy thing is that the Godfather was. <laughs> we're going off the deep end talking about the the Godfather, but yeah. it was the most successful movie when it came out. It was mm. really popular as well, and um, I mean even then, even back in the what was it late sixties, early seventies. Uh, there was a call for the second one because I know that Francis Ford Coppola wasn't really keen to do an adaptation of the book of of of, the, of or even the the guy who wrote it was like oh yeah this is popular media it's not really artistic mm. but then Coppola put a spin on it to make it make it this great um, and it was a call for it just because it was so successful for a sequel and it's really rare to see a sequel uh, in my opinion I think the second Godfather is a bit better than the first one uh, and no so it's, they're really it's hard to compare. Uh, but the, the second one really uh, is is able to to um, be pretty much on the same playing field, the playing uh, the same level as the first one, which is really impressive. I mean, there's not a lot of franchises that are able to do that, uh, of course. So, uh, but yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> talking moving, of something really different. Let's let's yeah. let's move on from the Godfather uh, and talk right. about Saw, a completely different kind of movie. But hey, uh, Ewan. Let's get into something about this movie, The Traps. The probably the most famous thing about this franchise. What do you think? Like, yeah. like, like the the creativity that goes into some of these things. What What do you think of some of the saw traps? Uh, in this first one, they're really practical. Still, they don't. They're not trying to illustrate some like allegory or some point. Uh, I know that later on, um, some of the traps try to reflect uh, some of the people's shortcomings and shit like that. And here it's just like a fucking shotgun that gets fired if you trip <laughs> over. And it's just, it's not even a trap. It's just, I guess it is a trap, but not like a trap in a chicksaw sense. It's just to kill one of the policemen, right? Um, and it, they're, they're really, they're, they're pretty simple, but they get way more complicated later on. And I think um, it, it works a bit better if the traps are simple and they don't yep. require like an, a NASA level Mac Ro- Mark Rober type of engineer to construct them. Uh, so yeah, Mark Rober would be a sick jigsaw dog. <laughs> Jesus, all right. Um, I mean, look, he seems like too much of a nice guy to actually become someone like Jigsaw, but hey. Whenever you, know, you get killed is the classic music plays and you just get killed. Um, with the jigsaw puzzles for myself or the jigsaw traps, uh, the bear trap is probably one of the most iconic ones. Uh, I actually thought, I funnily enough, I thought it was from a different jigsaw, uh, jigsaw movie. Sorry. Uh, I thought it was from a different saw movie later on. I guess they do, but that, that shot or that montage of her moving her head around, I didn't realize it was from saw one. So there's something I learned today. Uh, She's a uh, recurring character. (laughs) Amanda is in the bunch of. A bunch of uh, the movies, yeah, but she's in. She's not always. She's not always the victim. Okay, and let's just put. Oh, it, let's just, oh, let's just put it oh yeah. she becomes a follower. Yeah. Um. Look, the I guess funnily enough that this trap, the one that they're into, like in this particular film, isn't so much a trap as the ones that I know elsewhere. I know there's that one drug addict where she has to put her hand in needles. Is it? And she has to find a key. Uh, there's yeah. ones where they involve acid. Second there's, one, yeah. I guess, the more modern ones with the um, where they're all tied up and there's the certain thing coming towards them. I think it's like a saw that comes towards them. So I don't know. There's a few cool, I guess, traps, but I guess this one is kind of like a scenario, which you and are there any scenarios in the future? Just a quick question. Is there any scenarios in the future for saw films? Where um, 
I mean, the second one is is about it's it always has a central character and he has a main flaw and usually he goes through a bunch of traps either trying to save people, uh, yeah, trying to save people mainly and his shortcomings which are what ultimately uh, kill the people. That's always almost always the message. Mm-hmm. And the second one, second one, they're all locked in a house. The third and the fourth one are like a bunch of labyrinths uh, and always a sequence. Um, I'm not sure with the fifth and sixth one, I always mix them up, but uh, one of them is about like some insurance guy uh, being really immoral and him being also has to go through a bunch of shit. And then Seven tries to retcon the entire series, uh, (laughs) taking uh, taking place a few years after, I think, number six. So uh, yeah, the series is a lot of fun, but it's it's so convoluted and doesn't make sense because you brought up Star Wars before. What they do is like they have their free movies and then they're kind of locked off and then they move on to a different time period. Saw mm. tries to connect it all back to one thing, and that just gets confusing after a while because you at at the end of every movie they try to bring in some huge twist of like actually this person was involved or like. Actually, this was the goal all along. And yeah, right. when you do that every time, it becomes predictable. But it's the music is actually the music is so good that I, I just buy it every time, even if it's really fucking dumb. So, okay, but, if I'm going to go re- uh, like watch all of these Saw movies, if I hear this, I hear that song, I'm, I'm just expecting the twist. That's just the twist is straight out. Okay. Okay. Yep. And it goes on for three minutes as well. And they always play the entire song. And there's three minutes of twists. And Jesus. there's always a montage. It's always the same thing. It's so down to a formula that yep. uh, you just, you, you get you get your dose. You know, you get your dose of Saw. It's never surprising. It's always the same. And it's just fun, I okay. guess. Uh, okay. If you can close your eyes during the time. As we know, when you close your eyes, you don't see flash. You can't see flash. Yep. <laughs> you don't see people being murdered. Uh, you just hear their screams as they die. So that's fine. I can handle that. <laughs> but some of the traps later on get really gory, uh, hard to watch. And like even to a point where like, why would I watch that? It feels weird to watch that. Yeah. What, what I find um, refreshing is that I think in Saw 2, there's some nudity. In other movies, there's there's not that much nudity. And I think if you combine this kind of torture porn with nudity, I think it becomes really problematic real fast. Okay. And fortunately, they don't do that. Because like then it feels really voyeuristic and sadistic. In a sense, it is still. But uh, if it's just for the entertainment and it doesn't get like mixed with sexual stuff, I think then it's it works a bit better. It's just in my opinion. Yeah, right. Interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, Lachlan, if you would have to come up with your own trap ideas for Saw, do you, what, what would you do? My own trap ideas. All right, give me, give me a person. Give me someone and their occupation. Uh, give you a dentist and a dentist, a dentist who is uh, who, who who has jittery hands. Jittery hands. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, that makes it a bit bit. Okay. Okay. So. You know the uh, the suction thing they put to take out all the spit when you at the dentist. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh-huh. Cool. He's in a the, the dentist. He or she is in a vacuum tube, and if they don't get out within the time limit, they get sucked, and it just like sucks all the air out, so they implode like space, like they're in space. All right. That's the <laughs> trap. All right. That sounds great. Jittery yeah. hands. Okay. It's one of those. 
like bent wire things, toys, where you've got to put the the little uh, tool around it and if you touch it, it like buzzes. If you buzz a certain amount, or depending on how long the buzz duct takes, it sucks a certain amount of air out. So essentially they've got to make their way through that little that little toy uh, system and if they right. zap it, which obviously is a very complex toy thing, um, yeah. It has no moral meaning, but it's a fucking saw trap. So give me a break. Uh, <laughs> that that's my saw trap. There you go, Ewan. Okay, Ewan. Yeah. Ready? Your person is a vet. A vet. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I don't. They don't have any like the, like trembling hands or anything, but they have a addiction to horse tranquilizers. Oh, it's it's not a veteran. Of Go the military, but a, no, 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 uh, like like a ho- like a like a, a vet. veterinarian. Okay, I was thinking about something else. Though. All right, let me let me get, let me give it give me a second. Wait, wait, he has an addiction. Wait, to actually, horse no, that's a better idea. That's a better idea. Actually, a war vet who committed war crimes. There you go. Oh, that's bang, just a go. no horse tranquilizer. <laughs> no horse tranquilizer. It's a war veteran. That's way better than a vet who takes war trend. A war veteran who committed war crimes. All go, right, bang. Um, so I'm just okay. So. Uh, let's let's try and give him the full dose of trauma trauma that uh, these veterans go through. So you, assuming that he served in uh, Iraq and uh, he killed children, um, Jigsaw takes a bunch of children and puts them on a uh, carousel that slowly turns around and that is shooting off uh, fr- uh, that has two bullets in a shotgun, right? And the guy has to go through and um, put his hands in to uh, stop the bullets bullets from being shot, right? So that's the trap. It goes around, uh, shoots children if he doesn't do anything. So it, ca- it causes even more drama. Um, so he, uh, in, in order to stop them, he has to put his hands in and his hands just completely get squashed. Oh, when like, like, he like. He puts that in because the hands were the ones that squashed. killed people. Yeah. Yeah. Killer. So, nice. Yeah. That's actually, I think Saw 6 does something along the lines that just okay. stole that trap. Okay. <laughs> Sick. But yeah. Nice. I just thought if, if, if some, something would happen to me and it would involve my fingernails or, or toenails, I would just fucking kill myself immediately because I think that's the most terrifying thing. Um, I, I recently watched a bunch of Irish films for a class and there was like one film where they ripped off someone's fucking fingernails and i i I just cannot handle that shit i think it's the worst thing it is so incredibly disgusting um that uh, like someone maybe do you have some superficial influencer person who like fucks people over by their behavior and they're really superficial and care about how they look so they got like really nice nails and you like strapped them in by the nail and in order to escape they gotta rip that toe and fingernails off (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. Like but yeah there's a, there's a lot of stuff but all of it just makes me want to throw up yeah so um yeah i think if if i were to make a movie in a horror uh scenario i i wouldn't really focus that much on the torture and like the gore of it all i, I think i would focus more on the, the characters as james Wan and lee Wanell did in in saw and i think that's that's a great starting off point because if you start in horror and all you are good at is effects that really locks you in in that genre of making effects movies. Um, yeah. It, but if you are capable of making captivating stories outside of that, 
then um, you can bring together the family in Furious 7, you know? <laughs> and you can make great movies like Furious 7. But no, then, then it just shows that, that you can branch out of the genre. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, what else is there to say about Saw? I think, uh, I think we're We've about covered wrapping it up, pretty right? much most of it. So would you yeah. like to, would you like, should we wrap up? Do you think, you reckon it's time? Yeah, to- we talked about a, a bunch of stuff that I, I'm not sure when we talked about it because my mind is a bit muzzled at the moment, but we talked about a bunch of stuff like filmmaking shit during the commentary. So I'm, so, I'm sorry that we're not going to go repeat all of that. And I don't want to just blatantly shill and advertise for the higher tier of the commentary. Uh, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea to um, have someone else in your ear while you're watching a movie, but it was a lot of fun, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to to next month. Um, I think we are doing, uh, in the vein of, <laughs> of James Wan, uh, we are doing a Fast and Furious film, most likely. Sick. But we'll see. Maybe we'll make a roll that again out of it. We'll see. We'll see. But either in either case, we'll watch uh, a Fast and Furious film in the next month, apart from F9. Apart but, from uh, F9. Apart from F9, okay, which is okay. still the greatest title of all time. Still one of the greatest. <laughs> yep. Still one of the greatest. Dude, uh, that marketing guy really has to get a raise. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Let's give him another raise. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that wraps it up for today for this uh, drunk cast. So uh, we'll see you again in a month. Um, also, if you want to, comment below maybe your favorite Saw film if you've seen it. And uh, we'll take suggestions for upcoming drunk casts if you got a great pick for us. Uh, we'll, we'll take a look at it. I mean, um, we've looked at terrible thing, films because they're fun to drink to and just take a piss at it. But uh, or we, also a film like Saw, which we both really enjoyed, um, is a fun one to talk about. So, uh, yeah. Um, Lachlan, do you want to close us out for today? I've, re- I've only got one thing to say, man. Yeah? Game over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you next month. See you guys. Bye-bye.